Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home, that we're not just dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life. And I'm very excited to be bringing today's guest to the show, Carlin Ankrum, CEO of Oh Snap Social and creator of the Fan Firestarter Framework, revolutionizes social media for business owners seeking to escape to Tahiti rather than facing the daunting task of content creation. With over a decade of experience helping socially allergic enterprises, Carlin has crafted this user-friendly system that empowers biz owners to achieve social success in just about an hour a week. Say goodbye to intimidation and techno babble and hello to the fast track of social media dominance. I love what you are sharing. I can't wait to hear how we do this. So with that being said, Carlin, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Looking forward to this. So I am going to ask you to take us on your journey and what made you decide to start your own business? Yeah. So I feel like there's always been something in my bones that I wanted to be my own boss back in eighth grade. You know, you had the whole career day thing. I actually went and shadowed the owner of the dance studio and I was like, I want to own a dance studio one day. And I still want that to, I want that to still happen, uh, might be several years from now. But really what took me on this journey of this online business ownership and owning my own social media agency was it started from the blog world. Uh, I saw all of these business owners, all these writers starting their own businesses from their computers. And I was like, how do I do that? Because that sounds kind of fun. And I had job after job after job and being that social media it's still not a very old approach in the marketing world right now, right? So having that foundation of a career was really important to me before I went out on my own. And so I worked for a lot of startups. I worked for a lot of brick and mortar businesses. And then I found an approach of like, I'm reaching 30. I'm either going to do this or I'm not. And I'll live in regret. <laughs> and I was like, regret is a very powerful thing. <laughs> so I went ahead and I hired a business coach who gave me the tools, gave me the verbiage to use on my boss. So I was a little afraid to quit because I'm not a quitter. That's not something that I want to be in my life. And so it was really hard for me to muster up the courage, the words, the timing. There's no good timing to like leave your nine to five and go all in. And so after building on the side for four years, I jumped in both feet. I had a good nest egg of 25K sitting in my bank as I like basically, you know, self you know, funded my own business from the get and went all full time. And I haven't looked back. It's going to be five years in July. That's awesome. Insane. That yeah. is it's an amazing thing when you make that transition 
because unless you come from an entrepreneurial family, they'll yeah. look at you like you're crazy. Why are you quitting a yeah. job? And they don't realize that working from home, again, breaking those myths, it's not just dabbling in business. So how for you, have you been able to grow and scale and that whole scaling with intention? How's it working? Yeah. So scaling with intention has been a tough pill to swallow. I will be totally transparent in that. Being in the beginning, I would say June, 2021, when we realized after the pandemic, a lot of people were not going back to their regularly scheduled program when it came to marketing. And everyone was leaning more and more and more into the digital landscape where previously they had not. They've kind of like, you know, put it on the back burner. I'll get to social media when I can, but it became dominant very quickly. And in June, I was like, ah, I kept saying yes, 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 yes to clients that probably should have been no, 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 no. Uh, and I learned through that experience, I hired very quickly, I onboarded very quickly, and I got also burnt out very quickly. And it wasn't until I found out uh, in late 2021 that I was pregnant with my daughter, that I was like, okay, hold on, I can't keep up this pace, realistically, when I really want to be present for my family, which is, by the way, the whole reason I started my business in the first place is to be present with my family when I wanted to be. And at that point, for the lack of a better analogy, I was felt very chained to my laptop. And I was leading a team where in the past career, I had been the only social media person on my own little island. I hadn't managed a ton of people before. And so that was a new skill. And so I kind of pulled back in a lot of ways. And throughout 2022, the beginning of 2022, I really took a deeper dive of who do we like to serve? How do we like to serve them? And how can I make that replicatable? Whether it's me doing it, whether it's another team member doing it, because we were kind of like splatter painting with our offers. And so it wasn't until we got really clear at the beginning of 2022 and into 23, honestly, getting really hyper clear of who we want to serve, how we want to serve them and the framework in which we wanted to serve them from. And with that, I've been able to really take a big sigh of relief of like, this feels good. My burnout, I'm recovering from that, thankfully, because like when you're a creative, you cannot operate from burnout. It's not a thing. <laughs> uh, and having that scalability with intention, knowing who we serve, how we serve them, and not everyone is going to be a yes. And that is okay, because just like people are shopping for you as a business and a service offer, you're also seeing if that client is in alignment with you and how you want to work. And so that was like a big shift for me and a needed one. <laughs> in the hiring process for you, has there been that pivotal hire that went on? Yeah, I think hiring just like a lot of business owners right now is struggle city. I mean, it is tough out there. Just the labor market is so vastly different post-2020 post than it has ever been. Uh, and I was lucky enough to find a lot of great people within my network online. I've built a decent network online um, since 2013. And my biggest and probably best hire to date was an operations person. They might be called OBMs or I just call her my ops 
manager. She creates all the SOPs, the systems, the processes, because that's not how my creative brain thinks. And so hiring her was like basically hiring for the gap of skills that I did not already possess. So that's my biggest tip is hire people that don't already have the skills that you have, because it allowed her to step into her zone of genius and me come with my zone of genius. And we were able to collaborate And I've actually flown her out a few times. I'm in the DC metropolitan area. I've flown her out from Dallas and we've done like these really intense days where we're like mapping out our org chart and what is it going to take to get a full-time account manager so that I can even pull back a little bit and move into more of a consulting role, right? More of a speaking role and a teacher because that's what I love. I love having my clients have these aha moments all the time. So I'm like, how can we do that? We collaborate. She said that she's the hammer and I'm the heart. And my team really feels that too. And my clients feel that too. And so she's like, I'll be bad cop if you want to be good cop. And so it's, you know, there are systems and there are processes. That's how we can scale with that intention. But me being a creative, a lot of times I'm more fluid in how I like to operate. And she's made me have the realization myself that having all these processes in place makes everything replicatable, duplicatable, scalable. Funny, I said to somebody the other day that the mark of a good leader is putting the people in place that possess the skills they don't have. Because let's face it, if you have to now watch over what they're doing and everything else, you may as well be doing it yourself. You want to put those people in place that bring to the table the different things. It's me with our producer. I love this aspect and John loves the other things. And we are really happy to have that separation of great. You do this. I do this. And it all comes together. It's how it makes it work. So for you, what has been your biz owner, that power move for you that has gone on? My recent power move has been utilizing chat GPT to have meaningful, friendly dialogue with my team. What I mean by that is I tend to be a little direct, not in a mean way, but like just direct. That's the way I like to communicate is just like, especially if I'm typing out, you know, a response, I am very direct and I'm like, okay, I want to say this. I plug it into the AI tool, chat GPT, and then I say, write it in a friendly tone (laughs) or write it with some sass or write it with some energy. And it will kind of, for the lack of a better word, spit out something that sounds a little bit more friendly so that different team members, because I know how my team members like to be communicated with, can receive it. Because a lot of times if I'm too direct, some team members can't receive it in a certain way or the way that it's intended. And I used to run that through my ops person. I was like, can you just gut check this for me to see like if this sounds like it should? And now I use AI to help me with that from a speed perspective. Uh, And that's been a really great tool. I even had it write something to a client who was late on their paying their invoice. And I wanted it to be very much me. Like we're a little spunky. We have a lot of energy. But I also wanted to be like, hey, you're overdue. Like a 10% increase is going to happen if you don't pay on time, da, 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 da. And it wrote it and I like edited it and it went out and it was well-received by the client. They actually replied back. They're like, we'll get it solved. And like, this was kind of funny. Thank you for like me bringing humor to something. So that's what I've been using lately. Again, always putting your own thumbprint on it, but I've been really enjoying that aspect of chat GPT to help me enhance my leadership skills and give me the words in a way that can be received by my team versus me being like super direct communicator. (laughs) 
<laughs> I think that's brilliant. And it's funny because I was saying to somebody one time that I really try at this point in my life, if I want to give that critique, criticism, constructive information, yeah. whatever, how would I want to hear it? Great and tip. That's how I think of it. Or a lot of times I will actually put, if I'm texting, please hear this in my voice. And mm. then I'll because again, when you are texting or you are emailing, people are hearing their voice. You're saying so and if they're in that place, they're hearing that nagging, yelling voice. So I will say, please hear this in my voice. And my friends are That's like, brilliant. okay, right. See, so automatically brilliant. they're, all right, okay, how is Dory going to be saying this? And it immediately diffuses the situation. So I That's think it's so good that there are tools out there now that are helping you do this. It's such a double-edged sword in this technology-based yes. world that we now live in. You know, you're a young dog. I'm an old dog learning all these new tricks. And it's, it is, it's kind of a trip to see everything. I don't know how we did it. You know, I'm old enough to be your mom. We didn't have cell phones and google and all of these things. i also feel like what a peaceful time <laughs> you know what i mean like what a peaceful time you know being that i'm on tech all the time and social media is such a big piece of what i do if, like is my business the best day in my business and this is going to sound so funny and this was by the way when i was going through like a lot of burnout was i'm going to call it a social media snow day when Facebook was down for more than eight hours, that was low key the best day of my life because I could not do anything business related. Clients were like, okay, well, it is what it is. Like, what are we going to do about it? Nothing. Cause you can't, but it also allowed me to reiterate the fact that as a business owner, we cannot be putting all of our eggs into social media. It is only a sliver of our overall marketing objectives and, and tactics and we need to be building an email list because we do not own our followers on any of the platforms. If we're stressing about growing to 10,000 followers or even a thousand followers, great, let's do that. But also how many of those people are we driving to our website to listen to our podcast? How many people are we driving to our freebie resources to download, to gather that email address? Because that is something we own. We don't own the followers because if Facebook was like, you know what, we're done here. It's been a fun ride. Like, and they shut their doors. One, the mass hysteria that would happen. I don't really want to see that day ever. But <laughs> if that were to happen, you know, a lot of us business owners would be up a creek without a paddle. And so that's a big thing that I always tell folks is in business owners, like this is the starting point. Social media is a starting point. How are you taking people from your starting point to the next piece, you know, and doing it with, again, intention. But anyway, it's kind of aside there, but because <laughs> it gets burned, you get burned out fast. Absolutely. And on that note, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors and we'll be back here in just a moment on Word of Mom Radio. She is brave. She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, 
we all win. Unsilenced Voices has been working diligently in Ghana, Sierra Leone, Rwanda, and the USA to combat domestic violence, sexual abuse, and human trafficking. We currently have over 50 young girls on a wait list in Sierra Leone to go through a vocational training program to get them off the streets and out of harm's way. We have gifted over $33,000 to U.S. survivors and are looking for volunteers and donors to help us continue our cause. Please visit us at www.unsilencedvoices.org. Again, unsilencedvoices.org for more information. Hi everyone, Erin here. I want to give a shout out to our Word of Mom Radio sister show, Be Our Planet's Solution. Hosted by Tanya Torellis, the show focuses on all the impactful ways people and businesses are being green. There's only one Earth. Listen to Be Our Planet's Solution to discover how others are working to protect it and learn what we can all do for this amazing planet. Don't let the name fool you. StadiumBags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We're talking with Carlin Ankrum from Snap Social. And I'm going to shift it because we all know the ups and downs. What's been the biggest, hate to say failure, but disappointment, things like that, that for you as an agency owner that you've experienced? I think the biggest failure was losing focus on my why. And this is going to sound woo-woo, but for what it's worth, it wasn't until I recently pressed pause and I went on a conference. I'm not even going to call it a business conference, but it was basically a a room full of business owners who are moms. And we heard from all these amazing speakers. And one analogy that was set up from the stage, Lauren Golden, she's an amazing mom, business owner, and a big advocate for moms who own businesses virtually online everywhere. And she had this great analogy that kind of made me perk up in my seat a little bit. And I was like, is she talking to me? Is the fact that when she said her daughter was swimming in a race for swim team, She was in her lane. She was going, going. She was ahead by like four or five different strokes. Then she got almost to the end and she popped her head out of the pool and looked around to see where her competition was. She lost sight of her goal and she lost the race. And I think that was a really aha moment for me of I'm so busy looking up and around at where everyone else is in their lane that I'm losing sight of my goal and my focus that's right there in front of me. And I think It's so important as business owners and as someone who is on social media all the time for work. And when I'm not on time for work, I'm scrolling for ideas for work (laughs) is to keep focus on where I'm going. And that's for everyone who's listening. Like your goal, your why is yours alone. Keep those blinders on and keep going because it doesn't matter what's happening in the lanes next to you. All that matters is what's in front of you. So that was a big like, like for me. And the reason, again, why I started this whole business in the first place, even when I had a full-time nine to five, why I started it on the side is to have the time freedom and the financial freedom to 
spend time with my family whenever that happened, right? And it happened for me last year. And I was like, this is what I've been after. Not this busyness, not this burnt outness. It's that intention. It's having it clearly defined. And so it took me some time and some stillness, which I'm not very good at, is sitting still and and having that silence around me. And I wouldn't even say still through yoga, which is movement, but also stillness, if that makes sense, to listen to my inner thoughts finally and think about what it is that I want. And so right now, even at OSNAP Social, we're going through a lot of different changes from a team aspect right now, from an offering aspect, because I'm a big proponent of these three words, maintain, refine, and simplify. That are, you know, people have like their word of the year. That's like my three words of the year. And I was talking to one of my business colleagues the other day and she's like, I feel like that's more like a mantra. Like, I don't feel like that's just like this year. I feel like that's just your mantra as a whole. I was like, maybe so. So, you know, I I think we like to overcomplicate things because we see what everyone else is doing and it's exhausting. (laughs) So You know what? We're constantly chasing the hustle and the grind and everything else. And as you said, worried about what other people are doing, guess what? doesn't matter because there's an abundance in this universe. Oh, snap, social can't be the place for everybody. Correct. You wouldn't be able to handle it. No. Blow up, you could never have an infrastructure big enough. There have to be multitudes of people out there doing it. Love that perspective. Just do it from, do your best. Do your best. Like you said earlier, you're going to hear yes, you're going to hear no. The right people are going to be in your place and other people are going to go somewhere else. And that's okay because there's enough for all of us to have and to go around. 100%. So I want to ask you from the social media side, give us three tangible things in business that we can do to move that needle on our social media efforts. I think this one goes right back to what you just said. There's going to be someone for everyone, but you have to be willing to share your opinion your hot take, whatever it is, outward. Because the people who are for you will be drawn to that and the people who aren't for you will be repelled from it. And that's exactly what you want to have happen. And I think a lot of us as business owners want to maintain a status quo and like we don't want to rally up the trolls that kind of come out of the woodwork. Let them, right? Let them come out because they're not for you. And if they're following you and they're leaving hateful things, block like they have you know they clearly have nothing better to do so that is my number one tip is think about those polarizing things within your business and like for me as an example on Facebook groups there's the at everyone tag right now that's like everyone's using it in groups I get so annoyed when I get a notification it's like so and so in the group tagged you I'm like no they didn't they use the at everyone they tagged everybody right And I get annoyed by that. So I did a poll and to see, you know, are you annoyed by that? Do you know what I'm talking about? And people are like, me too, me too. Oh my gosh, I'm so so glad someone is saying this. Those people are drawn to me. And then the people who didn't know what it was, they're like, wait, what's that? And we're having a dialogue and a conversation about it. So don't be afraid. So that's number one, opinionated content, bring it out. Two is make sure you have a really strong baseline of where you're starting from. By that, I mean, look at your analytics on a monthly basis and take note of the numbers. I think all too often we are busy chasing the vanities and we really need to make sure that we're focused on where we're starting from. Because yes, we can say we want 27,000 followers by the end of the year. But if right now we're starting at 1,000 and we've grown that over time for the past year and a half, 
27,000 may not be attainable, right? It could be, but what are the steps you're going to do to get to that? And why 27,000? Why does that matter to you? So really being clear of what are the goals? What does success look like for you on social? Notice I said for you, not for your neighbor, not for the guru down the street, not even your business coach. Like I might get some hate on that, but like <laughs> that needs to be a dialogue that you and your business coach are having. And the third thing is really aim to have clear calls to actions that connect the digital dots. As we mentioned, social media is like that starting point. It's that water cooler that people are gathering around. How are you going to disrupt their regularly scheduled scrolling with something that's valuable and entertaining? And how are you going to get them to take action to the next thing? Whether it's sending you a DM, whether it's clicking to read your article, whether it's going to download the resource, sign up for your webinar, like whatever it is, you have to tell people what to do after it. It could be as simple as drop a thumbs up emoji if you agree, right? But you have to invite them to do that, especially if that's a newer strategy that you're deploying. You might get no one to engage the first five to 50 times you do it, but consistent, 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 and you'll see it happen. That well, was more than three, but you know. <laughs> no, it's not more than three. It was actually really explaining yeah. what each three was. Yeah. So best advice for those mompreneurs, those solopreneurs out there that are trying to build their business and their professional life at the same time. Man, <laughs> uh, I'm still navigating this myself being that, you know, at the time of this recording, I have almost an 11 month old is keep your, keep your eye on your why, give yourself heaps of grace, throw the literal or figurative fistfuls of confetti when you have wins, every small win, even if it's, I got a proposal out the door today. I closed a sale. I got a new follower. I had an awesome conversation with somebody. For me, it's like, I want to read more books. I read five pages in my book today. Woo! You know, it's just those little things that we don't take the time to celebrate that we do for ourselves. And I know you're a big proponent of that too, of like pressing pause, focusing on ourselves because what's the phrase? Like you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't. You have to do things that light you up and know, have the self-awareness to know what lights you up, not what other people do. For me, you know, we were talking about this before we were recording, like I love getting my nails done. Before I would actually do my own nails at home. I can't do that anymore. It takes me too long and I'm too distracted. And now I just go to a salon. Yesterday, it was a long time. It was like four hours because this manicure is a whole thing, but it was me time where I could like chit chat with my tech and we were catching up on business and life. And it was a lot of fun. And so find your thing. Mine's getting my nails done. Your might be getting your hair done. Yours might be just sitting in a park with a good book. Like it doesn't have to be this fancy self-care, get a massage, get a, da, da, da. Like, it doesn't need to be that. It can be whatever it is for you. Listening to this podcast while you're walking. Like, yeah, you know what? Self-care can be taking a bath. Amen. Bubble bath. You know, with some music on. There is nothing selfish about self care. Taking time to press pause. You know, when I go on vacation, which is very rare that I actually put that out of office reply on my email and everything, I disconnect everything from my phone. I disconnect my emails. I disconnect social media. I take it off so I can just go and I have, because let's face it. As business owners, oh my gosh, you know, we can't resist. We got to go. Did anybody? I don't care. 
I don't. I love that. When we work a quote unquote job, I'm doing my finger quotes in the air and you go on vacation, you're on vacation. That's it. You're not checking in at work and everything else. We have to give ourselves the grace as business owners to do the same thing. Yes. Out of office reply to turn on, on the do not disturb on our phone and everything to give ourselves that little bit of space. And I love that you keep talking about the why, because women start with why. We really yeah. do. Men get a job because that's what they're taught to do. Women see a need. It's not being filled. And we do something about it because we do. Yeah. We start with why. And I love that. And so I, as, as we're wrapping up here, what do you want to leave our listeners with? And how may they reach out to you, Carlin? Absolutely. I want to leave you with social media is supposed to be fun. And it's only a sliver of your marketing tactics. So stop taking it so seriously. So that's my, my takeaway today. And you can reach me at osnapsocial.com forward slash resources. There's a lot of freebie downloads for you there in terms of, you know, top CTAs that you can add to your posts, how to do an Instagram reel. There's a lot. I am like a resource creating junkie. So there's a lot there for you to download for, for free and, and use at your leisure. All of Carlin's links are going to be live. I encourage you to reach out, learn from people who are doing it and take those resources. It's all a new skill that we're teaching ourselves. Every time social media rolls out something new, there's going to be somebody out there that takes the time to figure out how to do it. Learn from them. Yep. Oh, that's what OSNAP Social is all about, yep. it is being able to find those resources in one place and use them. So I applaud you for what you are doing. Thank you mm -hmm. so much for taking the time to share with us today. Your little girl is so cute. And Thank you. I, again, women start with why. So we started our businesses for a reason. Enjoy them because if it stops being fun, go get a job. <laughs> facts <laughs> serious yeah if you can't enjoy working for yourself don't yeah so it has <laughs> to be fun it can't yes. not that work it's work work is work yeah. and you have to work at your work but there's got to be the love of what you do for it to work for you absolutely so enjoy it and i thank okay. you so much for taking the time to be with us and for all of you tuning in thanks for sharing with us send this out to people so they know how to find that joy again and streamline the work and how to fast track themselves on social media so we're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from smith sisters and the sunday drivers till next time this is dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you bye for now she is sure she is sure she is strong she is strong she is true she is true she is brave she is brave she is bold she is bold she is you she is you she is you she is you she is sure she is sure she is strong she is strong she is true she is true she is brave she is brave she is bold she is bold she is you she is you she is you she is you sure of herself yeah she takes care of biz powerful and strong yeah, she knows who she is, has integrity, woman strong and true. You know her by name, see this woman is you. She is sure, she is sure, she is strong, she is strong, she is true, she is true.
She is brave. She is brave. She is.